Dave Cardigwell, as far as Sportsline on Scarab Bay Community Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sportsline Show here on Scarab Bay Community Radio on 88.3 and 92.7 FM and on the TuneIn app. And on today's show, I'm joined as always by co-presenter Pat McNamara. On today's show, we're going to be talking football, camogie and hurling. And we're going to be joined by a man no better than well-known local journalist uh, here in the county of Clare, Derek Dahmer, to give his views. And now we're delighted to be joined on the line by well-known uh, local journalist, a man who's travelled the county and the country extensively on GA and all sports. Man, very good to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. It's the dulcet tones of Mr. Derek Dahmer from all the way from Clarecastle. Derek, you're welcome once again to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Uh, it's a pleasure to join probably the two most knowledgeable men on radio. I tell and you, Derek, I tell yeah. you pushing keep going, pushing, keep going. Pushing it, Derek, you're pushing it. Keep going. <laughs> no, good, good to have you again, Derek. I hope all is well. Oh, all is good now in 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 sunny Clare, you know. Yes, it's, exactly. You know, and and the middle of championship season, uh, Derek. First of all, we're going to start with, with with football, right? And there's a lot of the in you, you see in the Premiership of managerial go go rounds, but in in this year gone by, it is nearly in the football championship. The football managerial uh, merry go round and. I see Jim McGuinness uh, picked as the back in as Donegal manager during the week. Jimmy Lee about to be appointed to the Limerick manager. However, there is one very, very serious appointment to be made in Clare football, and that's the, the appointment of a manager following the departure after 10 years of a great tenure of uh, Colm Collins, Derek. Yeah, so Mac to follow now, Leo, in fairness. I mean, it's it's a tough, tough, and whoever gets it, it'll be a tough job because... You know, Owen Cleary announced he's taking a year out as well. And I know Jamie Malone is going travelling. And, you know, there'll be a complete transition of players. So it's a it's a big ask, whoever does take it, whoever does get it. For me, now, personally, I can only speak for myself. I think there's only the one man for it, for me, to be Paul Medinavero. <coughs> um, I just feel that, you know, I feel that they're... they're County cha- obviously they're back-to-back champions. I feel they will win three in a row. I think they have a professional inter-county setup basically in Airog. You know, they've he's used to dealing with inter-county players. He's 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 a manager, you know, by trade, like is you know hotel management. He's had huge success. And the thing is with Airog, like you know, the three or four years in a row where they were building and getting to quarterfinals and being beaten, and there was no panic with Airog. They stuck with Paul Madden. And look, they're on the, the the cusp of winning three in a row. So this would be his sixth or seventh, maybe his seventh year in charge of Airog. So I think the Clare job needs time. I think we have a fine under-20 side from last year, you know, to bleed in those players, basically. I think that it should be a Clare man for me rather than an outsider because it means more. And that's no disrespect to anyone coming, you know, who, do, who might come in from outside the county, but you can't beat a bit of passion for your own, in my opinion. So he'd be my choice, but whoever gets it, Leo, whoever does take the job, I mean, Colm Collins did wonder stuff and gave his life to Clare football, both club and county. But, you know, the 10 years he gave to Clare were tremendous. So it's, it will be a hard act to follow. But whoever does get the job, I <coughs> wish him success. For me, I hope it's Paul Madden. Yeah, and I suppose, Derek, looking at the past, uh, the outside manager doesn't seem to, in football, and anyway, it didn't seem to work here in Clare. And I don't know what it was. They just didn't. Maybe it was another geek along the way. But um, I take your point totally. It has to be a local, someone with passion, someone with passion, the same passion as Colin Collins had for Clare football. And there's no doubt that the man you've, you've mentioned there, um, the name you've given, you know, he has trawled the county with a rogue and hopefully he'll be trawling further afield maybe with a rogue this year. But um, 
he knows every player in the place. Collins, Collins had a, had a bible and all the players. This man would be probably very, very much cut from the same cloth. Absolutely, and and Leo attitude re- reflects leadership. You go out in the field, you know the players that perform out in the field for you. They reflect the manager and the manager's beliefs, his mentality, his his desire, his motivational skills, his organisational skills. You know, obviously when players cross the white line, the performance <coughs> is down to them. But the way they go about their business, that reflects on the manager. So that's for me why it has to be manage your own because you can't no matter like with the greatest respect you know to the greatest managers of all time if Brian Cody was the Clare Hurling manager for example it still wouldn't mean as much to Brian Cody if Clare walked the Hogan you know the steps of the Hogan stand compared to <coughs> what it would mean to, to to Leo Dial for example or to you know to any man that that is a Clare person you, you can't beat passion you can't beat pride in your own and for me I just I just always prefer when it, the manager of the county team is a county man. And Eric, despite the fact that I suppose that there's really top class players possibly not available for the coming year, the other thing is we've been brought down, back down to uh, Division 3 and that really is very achievable to come up again if Hall Madden or whoever gets the job. You know, it's something that all the younger players coming into the panel can aim for. No, we, th- we think we are a bit better than the Division 3 team, so I suppose that's a positive too, that there's something that's winnable for them. Yes, yeah, absolutely, Pat. And I, I think that's, a, again, that's a credit to Cullen Collins for stepping down when he did. You know, because it would have been easy enough for him to say, well, do you know what, now, I'll stay next year. We'll probably win Division 3. I'll keep all the players. I'll get one more year out of them. You know, but Cullen Collins saw the bigger picture. Yeah. He saw, you know, for the betterment of Clare football, let the new manager settle in. Obviously, it's no guaranteed success you'll win Division 3, Correct, which no. would be one of the top one of the top sides in it. You're not going straight in against your, you know, away trips to Mead and you're not facing into Cork and, and so on and so forth. You know, and Dublin like we had this year. So, you know, you'll have more chance to blood in new players, let them experience what it's like in the National League to play inter-county football. And I think Colin Collins deserves huge credit for that, for the chance to give the new manager a settling in period. And maybe that's why the fact that we are in Division 3, there has been no announcement. There is still no, seems to be no hurry on announcing the new manager. So, you know, they're probably confident enough that they can hit the ground running come January, you know, with the McGrath Cup and then International League, obviously. So with, with that in mind, again, I'd be lean, leaning towards a, a, a Clare man because if to me, if you were appointing an outside manager, surely you'd want him in place by now that he's at club, he's at the club games. He's, he's you know, he's watched their Rogue v Milltown or, or Clondigad v, you know, Dumbeg yeah. or whoever it may be, Ennis Diamond and Lissy Casey, that he's gone to these matches. Whereas... You know, a footballing man in the county has probably gone to him anyway, whether he's going to be announced as the clear manager or not. You know, if you have passion for your sport, you're going to attend these games and, you know, you'll know all the players. And that's why, for me, again, it has to be a clear man because a clear man will know who's playing corner forward and who's playing well and so on and so forth and who might be able to do a job corner back. And, you know, there, I'm sure there's players out there in the county, as in every other county, that have gone unnoticed or gone under the radar and uh, maybe a new fresh set of eyes might see something in a fellow go, do you know what? Jesus, he'd make a great wing back. I could turn him into into this sort of player. And and that's the sort of thinking we need. You know, I've often said people get pigeonholed into saying, Asher, he's a forward or he, you know, 
But sure, look at John Conlon, like, you know, he's he's lighting up the club championship in Hurling playing centre forward. And sure, he should have got it, you know, to me, he should have been on the team of the year in the Sunday game as centre back for Intercounty. So, you know, top players can adjust to whatever they're asked to do. And I think if a Clareman is asking them to do it, it makes it easier to, to, to perform. Uh, Derek, with that, I think, and, and the fact that there has been no announcement, it seems like that maybe the county board, and I know there's a committee there with David Tuberty and Jer Keane, that maybe their decision is made already and logically maybe points in the, in, in, in the one direction that just let this man concentrate on his club championship first of all and then make the decision to make his decision to the club to, to, to come over. Because, you know, he will be leaving if he does decide to, the same man does decide to take the job, he will be leaving his beloved Airog uh, behind. Yeah, or or maybe he does what Colin Collins did and continues and do the in the role. Yeah. I mean, mm. you know, yeah, it's like I mean, it, it's it's a it's a lot of work, but <clears throat> Colin managed it. And um, I don't know, like you know, I just hope Leo that for me, I think it will be an, a county man, um, because of the delay. As I said, if it was to be an outside manager, you'd imagine we'd have him yeah, in place exactly. by now. Exactly. If it's if it's an inside manager, you know that's involved in the club championship right now, be it whoever it may be, Paul Madden, Aidan Maloney, you know, there's there's loads of candidates out there, like, you know, whoever, they're, they're involved in championship right now, so they're seeing the players that they're probably going to be calling on anyway, so maybe that's the reason that, you know, there might be an announcement till after Jack Daly is lifted by, you know, I hate saying it like, but by whoever <laughs> their old captain on the day is. It looks very much like it at the moment anyway. Uh, they're, 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 they've, I was going through the team. Should they have inter-county players in every line of the field? They probably have 14 starting inter-county players almost, you know, are part of an inter-county set-up. They're, they're as professional as you'll get at the club level. And you ha- hats off to them, look. That's that. That's that's what other clubs have yeah. done for at the moment. Didn't, you know, as you said, didn't today or yesterday that happened to development over a number of years. And look, whoever takes it, we wish him the very best of luck. Derek, the Camogie season is up and running. Okay, last weekend was a a washout or whatever matches called off very late on on Friday evening, despite the the weather. Yeah, uh, I didn't like that decision, Leo. I, I I never like decisions to be left late like that. Like maybe if a referee pulls a game for safety reasons, I can understand that. But you know. Make a decision early in the day, you know, or you know, let players know because you could have players travelling from different counties, you know, or, or getting off work early and all this sort of stuff. And just for spectators and family members, I I just never like leaving it late unless it's a referee's decision based on player welfare. So I I don't know the state of all the pitches, but I'm sure like. Tulla could have held the Scarif, you know, Scarif game no, last no, weekend. No, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I'm <laughs> sure it could have, you know. And Derek, you know, considering that there was a weather warning early on, probably given Thursday night, which was coming Friday, should, and I know, look, it can, these these warnings can, can prove unfruitful, uh, you know, we've had some before where this the same trouble hasn't happened, but... Do you think it should be a blanket decision made early by the by the relevant uh, relevant authorities, <clears throat> or should you leave it down to the the the, refer- the behest at the referee, which is going to be very close to match time? I I would always prefer a blanket decision early, ju- just for the simple reasons of, you know, I don't know the ins and outs with, with families and people working, but yeah. you know, t- t- your own daughter, even Leah. I mean, I'm sure she's commitments to be, you know, and I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but yeah. you know, she's commitments and she wants to turn up and play for Scarif. I know she might be injured at the moment, but you know what I'm trying to say here. There's no point in her planning her Friday evening and then. 
you know, rushing to get back from wherever at five o'clock to go <coughs> represent your club and it's pulled at half six. You know, that's that day should be well gone. Like pull it pull it that the night before or don't pull it at all and leave it to the referee's discretion. That would be me. I would never be deciding at six o'clock. Do you know that yeah. we'll have a blanket call off now when players are and everyone else is after making arrangements. Well, if the pitch is unplayable, let, let the referee decide that. Yeah, definitely. I know that Fiegel Kilnina and Kilmele both wanted to go ahead of Father McPart were dying to go ahead, the player told me. And I was in Tulla and a minute to seven, Andy McMahon arrived and waved his hands to say it was no game. And the two play, the two sets of players had their own bit of a backs and forwards, we'll say. Um, well, yeah, I, I heard a, 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 a the training sessions were done. And the pitch was A1, so, and, and the, the rain lightened. So the players really wanted to play, having made the sacrifice and the effort to be there. If they had known it happens four, even five o'clock, they could have made different plans and, and, and just did work on or whatever or not be racing. So, um, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. You know, it should be called off early. Or, you, look, yeah, or, if or it's not. good enough to go out and train, you're good, it's good enough to go play. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's no doubt about but that. Anyway. And come here, Derek, as we're on, 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 on the, the, the sport of Camogie and, you know, the championship is now, obviously it should have been two rounds. We've won round in. What's your thoughts on the Camogie Championship so far? The standard you've seen? You'll be, you'll be drinking out of the cup again in a couple of months, Leo. <laughs> Good man, Derek. I, 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 <laughs> look, last year, I, I honestly felt last year that that Scarif, you know, with, with Alfie, no, no, it's not a slight on Alfie, just with the late appointment, the bit of upheaval, I just felt last year that they might have been, you know, up we'll say to 100% ready to go and I felt that Truock would have been on a mission last year and I tipped Truock to win that county championship last year and I got it wrong Scarif came with a late force but you know in my defence Scarif were extremely lucky Scarif and Gunlow were extremely lucky in the county semi-final let's be honest about it they were put to the pin of the collar by Aina Kilnamone and were very lucky to stay in the championship fully deserving winners on county final day but very lucky in the county semi-final. I think this year, there's nothing to stop them, in my opinion. I think that Alfie's second year in charge, there's, you know, there's a conveyor belt of talent down there. Um, there's All-Ireland junior medal winners, there's inter-county senior players, there's players of that represented Clare before. There's, you know, there's a wealth of youth. Pile of minor A medals. There's a wealth of youth. County minor A medals as well coming up. Yeah, yeah. Back-to-back minor titles. So, like, look, you know, it's no coincidence they've two Munster clubs won, and look, they're, and they're, they are the queens of the county. And Eva Power back to full, beaten. full tilt as well. Eva Power is a tremendous bonus to have her fully fit and flying. Yeah, probably, probably the best, one of the best forwards, if not the best yeah. finishing forward in the county. You know, so look, it, all, all, all the all the eggs are inside in Scarif Gunnell's basket. It is up to everyone else Just to try. Up, and similar to Rog in the football, oh, to my, catch my, up to him. I always make out the point uh, every year. I've always said it here continuously. Whoever gets the better of Ainda Kilimona, and you have ne- it's not, not too easy to get the better mm, of Ainda Kilimona, and I think they are, they could be on a mission this year. You know they they feel maybe unfinished business, and you know they've all their players, all their players are nearly back of they have been of, of yesteryear. You know, so I'm looking forward to a good campaign for Ainda Kilimona as well, Derek. It could be the county final, Leo. I know they're going to meet in the group, but but the fact that they're in the same group means they'll avoid each other in the semi final. So it could be a dress rehearsal for the county final and that's not being disrespectful to throw Clara, but I just think, you know, without Emer Kelly and Becky Foley and Michelle Powell, you know, I don't know the ins and outs whether they'll have them back or not, but cruciate injuries and ACLs and, you know, they've had a tough time 
very hard to compete against the Scarf of Gunlaw if you're not at full strength. Aina Kilnamona, to me, probably the second best team at the moment are ready to step up, take them on. And uh, look, we know what happened in last year's county semi-final, but I do think Scarif were undercooked last year. That's the word I was looking for. You know, they weren't at full pitch uh, until county final day because they were late starting in the year. And, you know, there was the bit of upheaval with the management change and all that. There's none of that this year. They have my two minor A's in a row. They have a few <clears> All-Ireland <throat> junior medals in the back pocket. Um, yeah, look, you know, I said that to Alfie Rogers and interviewed him. Like, I think myself personally that Scarif Gunlaw are destined for Crow Park. Whether it's this year or next year, I just think they're destined for All-Ireland Club final day. And uh, it would make me... I, you'd have to even put me up for the week, Leo, because I'd have to move out to East Clare for it. <laughs> you know? I have a lovely shout out to the West Bray. I have a lovely shout out to Becky. You'll fit in perfect. Oh, thanks, 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 Leo. Thanks. Book the West Bray in Leo's name, you're no but problem. But I tell you, Derek, there's also another club out here in East Clare who I think are going to have a big say, and that's Fecal Kilinina. You know, they're a team in building again. New management there this year as well. And there seems to be a new great buzz up there as well. You know, when the buzz is up there, they're very, very hard to beat. They're firepower anyway, Leo. That's for sure now. The two Conways and, and, and Lorna Mack, is, yeah. as we know how good Lorna is. They have firepower. Do they have the 15? They have fifth, Do they have the 20 to win a county title? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The big match for them will be against Kilmele. They'll need to beat, you know, they'll need to beat one of them, Truk or Kilmele, mm-hmm. to get to the semi-final. You know, they're senior B winners now, like last year. You know, they're up for the intermediate ranks for a couple of years. They're building. They're fine, fine forwards. They have a great forward unit, the two Conways there and, and Lorna Mack. Um, you, know, you know, they have strong players in every line. I just yeah. don't know. Will they have... In, will they have yeah, will they have the 20? You know, will they have an impact from the bench that, that could be pivotal to decide a county title? Like, I, you know, but they are a coming force and I wouldn't underestimate them. I wouldn't like to be playing them. Correct. But I just think that they might need another year or two development just to have, you know, what, what Scarif can produce off the bench, Leo. Like, at the end of the day, it's 15 to 20 that win you the county title, not just 1 to 15. It's 15 to 20. And you need to be able to bring a player that's going to make an impact. Not just fresh legs. You need to be able to bring a player off the bench that will make an impact. And I think that's where Scarif are going to And that's why they're the strongest team in my eyes. I just think that they have they have enough of an impact off the bench to trouble anyone. Good man. And we'll, we'll see how that plays itself out throughout the championship. Derek, we're in the, we turn to hurling now and we're really in, into the, the, the middle ground of this championship and where games are really turning into championship encounters where it is those do or die games and this weekend, what's your, what's your overall tar first of all, Derek, on the standard of the hurling in the, the championship? Uh, honestly, Leo, I think we have, and again, I don't want to sound too critical, but I think we have far too many senior teams I think there's too many mismatches um, I look at the Limerick model where they have 12 senior teams and even in that situation and they're, they're five of the last six All-Irelands won you know four in a row like um, there's still a couple of mismatches there and they have 12 senior teams I just think that you know I know clubs will vote against it but I think we'd have a stronger intermediate championship if we'd far less senior teams than we have um, there's too many mismatches for my liking in the early rounds now the quality 
comes to the fore from here on in. This weekend, as you said, is do or die. And from the quarterfinals on, you know, the Clare Championship is as good as any in, in the country. Make no have no doubt about yeah. that. I just think there's a the early rounds there's a couple of silly games that you just foregone conclusions and there shouldn't at club senior level to me there should shouldn't never be, be a foregone conclusion. No, it shouldn't be happening. Yeah, you know, team A should be able to, to take on team B no matter what. I just feel that you know, and I'm not going to name clubs, you yeah, know, yeah. But there's a few that are just you know, and they're, I suppose Derek, that's, that's filtering down to intermediate as well, where you know there has been it's some worse there. It, it is worse yeah. there. There has been some awful hammers, and and you're a hundred percent right. There needs to be a restructuring of some. And I know there's two senior teams coming down to intermediate again uh, on, on this year, but you know, yeah, the, but the, there's one coming up, Leo, and that, that just brings us to sixteen. Yes, Do you know, and I, to me, that's four too many. Yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. I, and I know clubs wouldn't like to hear it. Everyone's to play senior, but you know, if those four whoever they may be were down intermediate and then those bottom four sides intermediate were down to junior A wouldn't it make for three better championships correct and right I, we, we, we totally, I totally take your point on that and come here we're starting you know, off we're starting off with the games um, this weekend this, the senior games and of course on of course last, last night you had the games in, 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 in the O'Callaghan's Mills are playing Six Mile Bridge to all intents and purposes you know we can talk about it now the bridge the Mills who are the current uh, Clare Cup champions but the championship hasn't gone too well for them yeah but very very unlucky on the opening day against Clonlara uh, you know you were down at that game we yeah. were both at it they were very unlucky and that was a battle royale in fairness you know the both teams gave everything out in the field and to me it was the game in the opening weekend um, it was helter skelter there was physicality there was fine scores there was <coughs> off the ball stuff there was Touchline. Uh, yeah, you'd like you'd like that. Yeah, right. You'd like that. Being uh, right. Yeah, everything that. Yeah, but sport is entertainment at the end of the day. Like I mean, that's what it is. And yeah. people, you know, you know, so long as everyone can go to work the next morning, a bit of entertainment is good for the soul. You know, that is my opinion anyway. <laughs> and in fairness to Clarence, they the body, delivered though. that in spades. <laughs> you know, they delivered it in spades. Now. <sighs> The Mills and Crusheen, you know, Crusheen are a battle-hardened club. Like, let's be honest, like they're warriors back in Crusheen, and it didn't work out for the Mills that day. But you know, what better sight than for the Mills than the Bridge jersey to you know? Now they will need the other result to go their way, but there are permutations there where, like, if if the Mills did win and Crusheen beat Clonlara, well then the Bridge are in the relegation series and who could have, who would have thought, imagined that? You know, so like there is possibilities. I do feel the Bridge will win. I do feel they get to a quarterfinal but it's on over the road for me. I'm looking forward to it. I will be at it um, yeah. and uh, I'm sure the Mills will give everything but I just, now the Bridge were very unbridge-like against Clonlara in the park. Um, <clears> you know, they, they, they really were like seen out of sorts so it's hard to know like how, how well the bridge are going if you asked me three weeks ago and I know this is going to sound strange Leo but I couldn't pick a winner of the county title so therefore I would have said any year I can't pick the winner Safe. the bridge end up winning it yes. do you know because yeah. they're the Safe most bit. consistent club yeah. do you know um, the, the only thing Derek is that I, I was talking to a few there lately and even the bridge man uh, one stage was saying there's a bit of a good bit of lack of pace, especially in their defence. And if they're going to beat the faster teams coming up now, that you know what, what was good enough three or four years ago to win championships, they haven't got you know those lads have a lot of mileage up, and they're they're not the fastest in the world back back in the backs. And uh, you know that should surely come against you at some stage. But Pat, the pace will be dropping well, on that championship. Uh, that's, know, the, that's, yeah. that's a fair point, now, lads, mm. because and again, I, I I'll take I'll take it from a. 
how will I say it now Cracklone Kildaisered in the park last Saturday in the football yeah <clears throat> to me to me Cracklow are, are and I hate saying this but Cracklow can't win a county championship with the miles on the clock because the legs are gone for the park yeah and they won the one they won the opening round football match but it wasn't in the park yeah the bridge won the opening round hurling match but it wasn't in the park so I think you have a valid point there you know, Pat, about yeah. the, the, you know the pace that you need legs to win in Cusick Park. Yeah. And as we know, once you get to county quarterfinals, semi-finals, and finals, where is it going to be on? They're all in the park. You need legs to win a championship because you you need legs to win in the county grounds. There, and I yeah. think Kildaisert showed Cratlow, you know, showed the the mileage on the clock up in the park. And Clara, Dermot Stritch burnt a few of the, the bridge players in the park. Again, Claire Minor last year, youth pace, you know, <clears> and maybe the bridge are lacking in that department. So that's a valid point. Bridge in the mills run in Clarecastle, so maybe the bridge get the job done. But you could be right, they mightn't have the legs to win a county championship. The other one is hard to call, though, Derek. Crusheen and Clandera. That's going to be a difficult one now. Is there a difference about Clandera this year? I know we see them the day against the mills. You know, they seem to be more united um, more united group you know now often they play their best hurling in the group stages and then flatter to deceive when it comes later on Crusheen are a team who I, I, I have grew time for you know I just think they were a very unlucky team not to make the playoffs last year you know they had a couple of good wins and they, they lost out in scoring difference but you know okay they lost to the bridge in the first round they had a good win a comfortable win over the middles the last day this is going to be I think one of the games of the weekend Crusheen and Clannara Derek yeah, I look, Clannara are an enigma. They really, really are, and they have been for a long time. But this is a new Clannara side. So I'm going to have to dispend with the old, which to me would have been, ah, you know, I'd have said, ah, yeah, Clannara have good hurlers. They'll get to knockout stages and they'll fold. And, you know, and that's the way it has been for the last few years, or they'll end up in the senior B. And, you know, but this seems to be a new look side, and they seem to have a unity about them uh, and a purpose. So, you know, if that continues, they'll be hard to stop because, let's be honest about it, you know, when you have John Conlon hurling, like, I mean, the man's a legend. He's a warrior. What he's done for club and county, but he's a remarkable hurler. He can play anywhere in the field and like good hurlers can and adapt. And, you know, they've others, Ian Galvin and Cullum Galvin came back the last day and started, had an opening, scintillating 20 minutes. The kind of legs went through and then, but it was taken off, you know, but he's coming back into fitness they seem on a mission and if they're united and, you know, stick together like that, they'll be hard to stop. Crusheen, in fairness, you have to give credit to them as a club, Leo. They always get the best out of themselves. They never let themselves down. Um, they still have warriors there like the Keen Dillon and that. And, you know, they, they have older heads there. I think, you know, like they had a 40 year old playing in the opening rounds like in fairness like it's, it's incredible stuff they'll all buy into the, the, the club ethos and they represent you know Crusheen and the blood and bandages jersey and you know they have pride in themselves so they, you know you can never ever discount them I just think in the park Clannara seem to have the legs and I'll go back to Pat's point legs to, you need legs to win in the park so I think Clannara will get the job done the next one in the senior championship coming up, Derek, is Cretto and Clooney Quinn. Another nearly a winner take all. And Clooney Quinn, minus the services of Callum Hassett, Ryan Taylor, and probably Peter Duggan, unless his appeal for that red card comes through. And again, and you're talking about Cretto again, it is much the same lads playing the hurling and the football. And this is on in Six Mile Bridge. How would you see this one yes. turning out, Derek? 
I, 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 I was, yeah, I was sweet on Clooney Queen at the start of the championship. Um, the loss of Ryan Taylor kind of, you know, it made me rethink it. And then now Callum Hassett and potentially Peter Duggan, although I've heard several, I wasn't at that match, so I can't count, you know, speak for myself, but I've heard several people tell me that the red card should be rescinded. Yeah. I don't know. That's I didn't the common, see it. That's but, more or less the common view out there, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, so no, I again, mean, again, is, without, it, again, without, I make that comment without being there, but speaking to people, you know, that's the common team. Yeah, anyone I spoke to said, you know, it should be rescinded like that. You know, he was slapping a fella down on the helmet more so than there was real, no real striking involved as such. And, you know, two yellows would have sufficed. Now, that's what I'm hearing. But look, the appeal system will be, will no doubt do its job. And, but, I, Hopefully he it's rescinded, and that's nothing against Cracklaw, but you know you you want to see the best horrors playing too, like so just for a spectator's point of view, um, I, if it was on in the park, I think Clooney Queen win. The fact that it's blown the bridge, oh, you know the market took care of Clooney Queen down there. Um, Cracklaw liked the bridge. Uh, I don't know; it's very hard to call. I think. It's going to sound strange, Leo. I think Cracklaw would go no further than a quarter final in the championship. But, but probably... Clooney Queen could, could Clooney Queen could upset someone. So, you know, if Clooney Queen can get over the line, they could, you know, upset someone in a quarter final. If Cracklaw get over the line, I don't think they'll win a quarter final. And, and Derek too. they'll be in the park mm. and they'll be on the two codes, and you know. They have a huge game against Ennis Diamond to stay in the football championship. So they have two huge weekends ahead of them. And mentally as well as physically, that's all draining. And, and you know, I just I just don't think you can go for so many years at, at, the, at both codes like that without, yeah. without it causing problems. And Derek, just so, before we leave them, I suppose there's two clubs really at the opposite end of the spectrum. Cratclaw, you don't write them off by any means. And you said the football and, and their holders both have been amazing for the last 10 or 12 years. But Clooney Queen looks like a, if they had a full squad... Over the next two or three years, you feel that they, they will be good enough to really challenge for, for a Callan Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it 12 months ago when we, we were doing a preview of the hurling on your show, yeah. lads, that I felt I felt it would be a county title in Clooney Queen in the next three years. Um, I stick by that. Yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah. I, 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 I think that, you know, they have... The young lads are very talented. ...coming through. Yeah. And, um, you know, if they... Like... But, <laughs> Look, you know as well as I do, you need luck to win a championship. You, you you know, you need things to fall in your favour. You need a bit of rub of the green. Ryan Taylor's injury, obviously. You know, then poor old Callum Hassett, Peter Duggan's red card. You know, of all them things, you know, weren't there. You, you know, Clooney Queen would take some stopping. But that's the nature of the beast. You have to ride the luck, you know, you need it. And I, I can't call the game Saturday in the bridge. I think, you know, Cratlow might sneak over the line. Um, and if they do, they'll exit in the quarterfinal. I can't see him beating someone in the park. I just, I just can't see him after you know going out against Ennis Diamond to stay in the football championship. Whereas Clooney Quinn, if they get through, they'll have a couple of weeks. You know, Peter Duggan would be back, and you know they like the park. So it's a very fifty-fifty of all the games this weekend. Yeah. It's the one I can call, like really cannot, you know, put a definitive either way on it. And of course, also in that group, Derek, you have Newmarket and and Woltons, and I suppose Newmarket have probably been the team, one of the teams of the championship so far, going quietly about their business. You know, they have already, you know, a couple of games won, and, and this game will put them. You know, they're playing Woltons. Obviously, there's a bit of a rivalry between Woltons and Newmarket, but you're probably going based on form. You'd expect Newmarket to get over this one, Derek. 
Yeah, ah, yeah, Leo. Look, to the dead Robert is the only dead rubber of the weekend, in fairness. Like, well, phones are in the relegation no matter what, and the market are in the quarterfinal no matter what. So that's done, dusted, decided. It'll be interesting to see what the market do, what sort of team they put out. You know, I'd imagine they'll rest a couple of their older, more experienced heads. Um, and they might, you know, inject a bit more youth and give them a bit of game time. I'd imagine that's what they'll do and try and mind the bodies for a quarterfinal. And, you know... They're a big, physical, powerful team. They're fit. They're strong. Um, they know, they have a game plan. They know what they're doing. Um, they've good men on the line. You know, in the market, in the market, it'll be dark horses. You know, they were only a puck of a ball away from the county final two years ago. You know, they should probably should have beaten Bally in that county semi final. Let's be honest about it. Um, you know, so yeah, look, the market have done a have done a very good job, but. I don't know. I don't know. Do they have the firepower to win a county title? I, I, I just, I don't know. You know. But again, it is the most wide open championship in recent memory. It really, really is. So, it's there for whoever can hit form. You know, get to the knockout stages is, is obviously step okay, one, yeah. and then you know, you know, build up a bit of momentum if you can get a get through a quarter final. Once you're in a county semi final, as as well you know over the years, Leo, there's four teams left, and any one of the four could be lifting Cannon Hamilton. Then you know, there's no doubt, and that brings us you you bring us aptly onto the team that currently holds the Cannon Hamilton with Bellier, and they're taking on the the local lads here, Scarab, who have caused quite a stir in in senior championship this year. You know, we're involved in relegation battle last year, but two back to back victories over Saint Joseph's and Ainley Kilmona, and Deep down out here in East Clare, there's there's smart little shoots growing, and uh, the vibe is good. I, I why wouldn't it be? Um, I I did say at the start of the year uh, that I felt Scarif would take care of Dora Bearfield. I, I felt their senior status wouldn't be in doubt, and I felt that they would take a scalp of either Kilmaley, Ballier, or Kilmona. I felt there was a tough group they were drawn in, but I felt that they would take a scalp. I just feel that, you know, they have great firepower and, you know, forwards, you know, forwards can win your matches. Now, defences win your championships, but forwards can win your matches. And I just felt that there was a scalp in them. Um, I'm a big, obviously everyone, everyone is a big, but I'm a big, big admirer of Mark Rogers, not just for his hurling, but for his character. And, you know, uh, I'll never forget that relegation final last year and the man was sweeping the dressing room afterwards. Like, you know, like that's what he was doing after scoring 4-12. Now, I'll tell you this, lads, if I scored 4-12, I'd still be talking about it on a stool <laughs> having a pint somewhere. You know, but like that shows and you the clean, character And you clean up man. afterwards, did uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, Scarif have been a breath of fresh air. But they don't, it's not just Mark Rogers. You know, they firepower Patrick Ryan, Patrick Crotty. You know, you know that that Liam Crotty, like you know, Dermot Nash is solid at six. Michael Scanlon is solid at three. You know, um, and they they play a nice hurling. Um, they one can of the direct at times. Uh, one know, of the and they can. They, Sorry, one of the players they have of the t- tournament so far from the tournament, the challenge so far for me would be Young Hartigan. Um, Keelan Hartigan, Derek. I think this fella has an engine and he has a confidence and he's, he covers ground from, from, from his own half-back length to the half-forward line. I think he's been outstanding also and is a real, real prospect. Uh, he's, okay, pro- he's more than a prospect at this stage. Yeah, absolutely. And look, and he was with the Clare under-20 setup as well, yeah, wasn't he? he was. Do you know, so, you know, you, you, there's quality there. Like, um, like I don't know now. Like I know, like Bellier, you know, Bellier, Bellier. Like we have to remember that the character, you know, yeah, it's it's character that you know, it's they have it in abundance, 
Um, they're still not shooting out the lights, you know. They're not. They're not what they were, you know, twelve months ago. But they're still, you know, they're this, still is, belly. this is a winner take all show. There's yeah, and this is a winner take all showdown. Now, Tony Kelly is in a boot. You know, no one knows the extent of the ankle injury. Some say it's fractured. Some say it's not. But you know, they did win the county championship without the men. So, like, you can never take Bellier for granted. But if if, if Bellier don't win, you know. They're out of the championship. They're, I know they'll be reliant on other results and stuff, but basically that's the end of their, their pursuit of the three in a row. Um, Scarif win during a quarter final, and you know they'll have beaten Einikil Namona and beaten Bellier. And at the start of this year, you know I'm a big fan of going into Paddy Power and checking things out. Bellier were two to one favourites, and Einikil Namona were three to one second favourites for the county championship. You know, so if Scarif managed to pull off and come out of this group. You know, who knows where it could end from? Because I think, you know, they will love Cusick Park. They have legs. Again, we'll go back to that. They have pace to burn. And they can play two different styles. They can move the ball through the lines, like Donald Maloney is often coaches teams. But also, they can just put Mark Rogers at the, end of the edge of the square and say, here you go, Marcus, launch yeah. it in. Yeah. You know, and you know, you don't, you're not just a one-trick pony. And, and they go for the juggler. I like that. If the, If there's a, Potential of a goal on that's what they go for. Yeah, goals win matches, absolutely. And teams who do that tend to be the successful ones. Um, it's been they've been a breath of fresh air. I don't know how it'll go Sunday. I'm um, I think it'll be a cracking game. The Tulla, you know, Tulla is a great venue. It, it, Ballyale will bring a huge crowd, Scarif will bring a huge crowd. It will be packed out there. Yeah. The atmosphere will be electric. I'm just sorry that I, I'm on duty in the park, so I will miss it, but I'll be keeping abreast of it while I'm commentating on the Aina Kilmona Kilmania game. Yeah, and, and that brings it. You didn't give it your, your, your own show of the Scarif Ballyale match. We let you go on that one. You said you're doing. I yeah, need yeah. I, Leo, I, I do want to go back to East Clare for a cup of tea. Like. Good man. Good you know, man. And, uh, you know, and Ballet, you know, I. You I have a way with words. You have a way with words. I need to kill the morning, Kimeli, Derek, as you are, as you said, um, the one you're doing, and again here, this is I need to kill the morning. If they don't win this against their new neighbours, Kilmeli, they're in the Arsenal Championship. Yeah, and like, yeah, look, the only way Einikil Lamona stay in the championship is if Scarif sweep the boards. What Einikil Lamona need is Scarif to beat Bellier, Scarif to beat Kilmele, Scarif to win all four. And that way Einikil Lamona can win two and be on four points with Kilmele, with Bellier, and then it'll go down to scoring difference. That's the only way at this stage to stay in the championship. And it's like solving a Rubik's Cube, the permutations. But no matter the outcome, Leo... Aina Kilnamona <coughs> must beat Dora Bearfield. Otherwise, Aina Kilnamona are in the relegation series. And Dora Bearfield, despite three losses, has still a chance of senior survival if they beat Aina Kilnamona because they'll have him on a head to head. It makes for interesting uh, observing anyway. There's no doubt about that. Derek, yeah, sorry. Even if they beat Kilmele, they, they still have to beat Dora Bearfield or they're going to be out in Tulla in the relegation series. Kil- and who would have for, who would have foreseen that? That's true. Just just on on, on before we leave Ina Kilnamona, uh, I suppose the, 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 to me they, they seem a little bit like the Clonara team of 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 old there of years that you know with the talent they have uh, and yet falling down when 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 maybe least expected to or just not not having <clears throat> not having that drive to go ruthlessness to go out and win. Do you think, 
you know, I know Aidan McCarthy has been a loss, but you know, they have a lot of under 21s won in, in over the last number of years. They've had a co- Leds with County experience as well. What do you think is yeah. missing from Mindy Kill in the morning not to drive on the, the way they should have, you think? Uh, I suppose. And there must like, be, there is a hangover from the county final two years ago as well. There's possibly, no doubt yeah. about that. Oh, Trying definitely, rid of it, definitely. Yeah. Look, they should have beaten Bellier in Blown <clears throat> Shannon. They hit, they hit 17 wides. God. Do you know, now 17. Now, I had it at 19 the same day, but I mean, Louis McQueen said it was 17 afterwards to me. And, you know, so I will go with his stats, man. <laughs> 17 wides. And to me, 10 of them were criminal like, absolutely criminal wides. So, you know, I, I hate I, I, I hate teams uh, and any team I'm involved in, if someone did it, like I'd be I'd be gone mad in the dressing room. You know, the going for the, the glory pint, the one out of ten as I this call it. it. Like you're going to get you know, so they did four or five of them and then they ten very, very bad whites. They should have beaten Ballier below on Shannon and Ballier would have been out of the county championship and that would have given Ian to kill them on a momentum and a bit of belief. You know, they were they were poor against Scarif, although Scarif were good, Aini Kilimona were poor. And they just seem, I don't know, I think football doesn't help them because they're, they're being pulled by a lot of clubs. Now, if I, this is going to be a bit controversial now, and I know, but sure, why did you ask me to come on and say it? Uh, anyway? no, but, well, <laughs> you, look, that's one thing you it, say it as you say it, I'll give you that much. Well, yeah. if, if, I was, if I was an Aini Kilimona man, this is what I'd do. I'd start the junior football team in Aini Kilnamona. That's what I'd do. <laughs> and I'd stop all, all the players going playing football for anybody else. Here's and therefore, then That's I'd, a good I'd one, control, no. I'd, con- I'd, I'd control the hurling <clears throat> by, by having a junior football team. That's what I'd do. And I'd see then where we'd go with the senior hurling team. To me, that could be the answer to their their their, their fairness, Pat. Yeah. That, that, that's a very valid point, isn't it? It was heard here first uh, on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Mark that down now, because <laughs> I tell and you. secondly, we take no responsibility at all for the views of our guests or <laughs> for our legal people. There, fairness, <laughs> I have. But it's a good, I, in fairness, I have to hold him. That that is a brilliant. I point. think I heard that point made some other place one similar, and I haven't heard at all in relation to any team in Clare, but. It's a good one. And I'll tell you, uh, yeah. he would solve a few problems. No question about it. Very, very well, it, it, it would solve a lot of yeah. a lot of their players. You know, we, we know that the players football you're, you'll be managed by the Kilimona next year. The junior football team. But yeah, I think, I, think, I think it's very hard. It's very hard to compete at both codes for your own club. But when you're doing it for two separate clubs, I, I just don't know. I, I don't buy into it myself. But look, that, 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 that's, that's up to individuals. If I was an Ionic Kilnamona club man on the executive, I'd say, you know what, lads, we'll enter the Junior Air Football Championship and be done with it. Fair enough. Come here. We have another group to go, Derek, in the senior hurling. And what a you game. You really don't have to put me there. You don't have to ask me about my own because I, it's, 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 it's. Well, it's I was going to start with that one. Claire Kessel and. Your second favourite team, Eroge. Where do you see <laughs> <laughs> everyone's second favourite team? Derek, to Argentina, oh. opposite Claire Castle are already in the relegation. Obviously, Eroge have to win to make sure that they are uh, getting through in the championship. I suppose, to be honest about it, there can only be one winner here. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I still think Eroge could win a county title. Like I really do. They haven't performed well, but what they're lacking is hurling. And again. They played their opening round in the market. Their next round out in Tulla. They're now back in the park, and that's where they, they have they have their total duty done. Yeah, yeah, that's where they'll play their best is in the park. 
they'll, they'll probably easily account for Clare Castle and be in a quarter final and they'll be dangerous then they'll be dangerous for everybody then because I know that they went and played a Galway club up, you know, a week and a half 10 days before the championship in the challenge and they took an awful clipping I think it was 29 points they were beaten by mm, wow. an awful clipping because they've no hurling done no yeah you know and 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 you know and that's when you have so many inter-county players that no hurling done together at both coats football and hurling and so on you know so it's a hard ass for them Fecal were always going to be a tough proposition especially in the market um, Broadford were always going to bring everything that they could especially out in Tulla so they've got through it you know they have Clarecastle in the park now there's nothing like the size of a Tony journey for a magpie to raise his game. Like, let's be honest about it. But as much as they could raise you their game, you never found one to raise your game when you went to town. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, unfortunately, we just don't have the necessary tools at our disposal. Um, yeah, I think look, it's it's another relegation. There's the the loss of Bobby Duggan has been has massive. been yes. really shown up massive, massive. And if you go back to that, I mean, it was the game of the championship last year. We were all at it, Clark Aston and Whitegate. What a game! Yeah, most you know, it was, So it gave it gave everything. But you know, we have to be honest about it. Uh, and I'm a diehard Magpie, but for Keane Broderick in goal yeah. and Bobby Duggan, we would have been beaten. Now Bobby was outstanding the same day. Fourteen points. Puck outs. Yeah, catching puck outs and delivering scores and reliable from freeze. And if you go back to the opening round against Broadford, Castle missed seven simple freeze yeah. in the first half. Yeah, but he wasn't you know, playing. That Bobby would have, that Bob, yeah, that Bobby would have nailed. And who's to say then? Momentum, then you, know, you say, yeah. You know momentum, how it turned out. Mm. So look. Look, what I'd be looking for out of Clarecastle, they got a bit of a performance against Fecal. It was much, much better. Um, I'd be looking for something similar against Airog to try and not take a trimming, try and, you know, get get, get, get your set up right and get ready for the relegation series. It's a one-off game. Who knows who they'll get? Who knows, you know? But um, that, that's what I'd be doing for Clarecastle. I'd be like, right... You know, don't take a trim and stay in the game as long as possible, you know, against their rogue. And look, if Clarecastle stay in the game for as long as they can, like last year they pushed Ballier to four points in the park. Like, you know, so... Yeah, I, the, I, think they could, the, I think they could give their rogue a fright. I really do. I don't know why. Well, I good feeling right for some reason. Because, yeah, you know, I think they will. A bit of pride mm. in the jersey and the fact that there are nearest neighbours up the road. Like, you know, but, you know, look, the rogue are odds on favourites and... um for for a reason, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still, I, I still, you know, every 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 bone in my body, apart from my heart, says they're all going to win. But my heart, my heart will always overrule my head. So come on, the magpies. I'll leave Man, it I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't let the side down, Derek. What a mouthwatering East Clare cash we have in Six Mile Bridge later uh, later on this evening. Fecal and Broadford. I tell you that, that oh. it, it 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 really brings back memories of great games and tough games. This is this is this is not going to be one for the purest. No, and I'm going to be at that one now. I'm going to I'm going to be at that one. I'm 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 on duty there. I'm going to Castle Airog one and I'm looking forward to it because I think Skin here bone the whole lot will fly in this. So that's my cup of tea, please. I love that. Um yeah, I think Broadford will give it everything. Everything that they could possibly can. Because if they win you know, it'll be scoring difference that will decide who goes forward to a quarter final between themselves, Fecal and Airog. You know, two from three. Fecal will be looking at it, win, seeded for a quarter final. You know, um, it'll be a cracking game. I just, 
I'd have to edge it to Fecal because they're they're just a bit further down the road. They um, in their development, they're big, they're physical, they're powerful. And in Shane McGrath, they have similar to what Claire Castle are missing in Bobby, Bobby Duggan. They have someone that's going to get you ten to twelve points every time he goes out on the field. And when you have a player that guarantees you ten or twelve points, be it five or six from freeze, five or six from play, or a couple of sideline cuts, but he'll always hit that magical total of ten to twelve points. Well, then all you need is your other five forwards to contribute a pint each and suddenly you're on 17, 18 pints. And once you hit that mark, you're in every game in the county right to the final minute. So that's why I would be tipping fecal. But just that's the reason alone is Shane McGrath's firepower. And Derek, before we let you go on, on the senior championship, it looks like you're kind of maybe nailing your colours to the mess with a rogue to win the championship going on current form or... What do you think? Well, on current, on current form, Kilmadele are the team to beat. Right. Um, on current form, because Colbert has done a fine job with them and they have been they have been very good in both games. I think that he's cute, in fairness to Colbert. He's switched him up a bit. Um, he's brought a bit of the Six Mile Bridge directness to him, brought a bit of steel to him. Um, so, yeah, Kilmadele and Kilmadele are the two teams that have impressed me the most. But I just feel that Long way when you to go. win a county championship, it's it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint, and it's all about a bit of luck and time and your run and momentum, right? And you know, like Aeroga, you know, could get into a quarter final here without actually, you know, without playing real, without without hurling, to be honest. Um, they'll be dangerous in the park, you know. Yeah, it's it's hard to call. The quarterfinal draw will tell a lot. The quarterfinal draw will tell a lot. And I'll give you the winner when I know the lineup of who's playing who in the quarterfinal. Lovely. But we, if we, you we, really we... said to me... Go on. No. So we could lump on now. If you really one. said no, I'd say Kilmele. Okay, interesting. If I had to put, if I had to put my gun to... If, if I had to Lose. name my colours to MS, I'd say Kilmele... Um, but look, it's it's it'll be very very interesting the quarter final draw who gets paired against two and there's another factor that you know decides these matches too Leo and Pat it's weather yeah you know yeah. I mean Conditions. you know on a bad evening there like and, and no disrespect but Namarkin and Fecal for example you wouldn't want to play either of them two on a bad evening in the park because they're physical they're powerful you know but on a glorious sunny evening. You wouldn't want to be playing Kilmele or Scarif yeah. in the park. Do you know, like legs and pace and, you know, there's a lot of factors that will come into deciding the county championship. It's the most wide open one in recent years. Oh, because no, you, you said that at the know, beginning and, and for sure. Derek, the clock is moving on, but we have a quick quick word through to go through on the intermediate championship and we have a couple of local derbies here this weekend. We have Bodike uh, Kilinina, we have Tulla, Smith O'Brien's and a must-win game for Tulla probably. We have Wykett and Corafin taken on in probably they, they're already through to the quarter final. See who's the top of the table in that. We'll get a quick word on Bodike and Kilnina, Derek, as we've six minutes left to go through the intermediate championship. Uh, okay. We'll give you, you can, you can me, tip them, you can just give a tip to see well, who you think. Well, I think Kilnina will probably beat Bodike, unfortunately, for you, Leo. I know you won't like that. Post, the shade, um, the yeah. shade, the shade is off limits, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Pat is a neighbour there. Are you aware that Keith Smith is out of a broken collarbone? 
I'm not. I'm he broke not, a, I'm a not. challenge against a challenge against Gunlaw last weekend broke his collarbone. So he's a massive loss. Championship. I do think the intermediate championship, similar to the Camogie or Scarif and Aina Kilmona will face each other and I think that will be the county final yeah. I think Corrafin and Whitegate will also be the county final in I the think yeah, we kind of concur with that yeah definitely I think Joe Cahill gets over the line in Corrafin and I have the greatest time for Terence Fahey and all the Whitegate lads but I just think that those Corrafin lads have grown up with Cahill they won under 21s and we know we know they lost the final last year to Scarif and <coughs> um I I just think they play for him. Do you know that extra five percent? Um, Matty Shannon is back doing the coaching with him. I I they were very very impressive in the league final in Clarecastle against Badike. Now I know Badike were poor the same night, but Corrafin could still only do what they did. Um, I think I think it's Corrafin's county championship. If if you nail me to a mast, you know. But I think Corrafin and Waike could be could be the final. Um, and yeah. that's. And Derek, yeah, before we before we like. before we close that you have Killaloo, you're you're going for Killalina to defeat but I in 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 this one um Tulla and Smith O'Brien's Tulla in the intermediate final last year they're fighting for survival against Smith O'Brien's who have two from two Tubber weight as well do you expect uh, Tulla to be still in the championship later on yes yeah I think that the knockout nature of it from now on will suit Tulla will drive him on and get him over the line um, I think Smith O'Brien's have done really well you know and down from senior I know that but they've turnover of players and you know yeah. it's, 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 you know so they've done really well but I think Tulla Tulla will now have to have the bit between their teeth and when they do that I mean let's be honest about it like they were blatantly robbed of the county title last year like I mean, David McInerney's pint was a pint, like it was a hundred percent a pint. Yes, I concur with you. And yeah, and that would have put them two up in injury time rather than the one up. And we know what happened in the extra time period. Yeah. But I, Tulla should have been up playing senior. That was a pint. As much as Gavin Cooney's twenty-four hours later was a wide, you know, <laughs> that was funny, a pint. Funny, small margins, um, Derek. Small margins. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But look, I think Tulla with a bit between their teeth will want to get back to the knockout stages and, and I think they will and I think they'll be a force to be reckoned with. But so yeah, Tuller, Tuller for me to win that one. But you're going with Wycott and Corrafin yeah. and I tell you, we'll, we'll, we'll hold that one out here in, in East Clare and you have just given ammunition to the black and red down in Wycott Day. We'll be loving, loving to hear that. Derek? Yeah, I, I do but I, I look, I'm a big fan of Terence Fahey. I think he's a gentleman but I, I'm also a big fan of Joe Cahill. So if either one of them do win the championship I'll be happy for both. They're, two great they're, Gales. They're two, two great Hurland men. Two great Hurland men and um, yeah, I just think it's Corrafin's destiny. I think um, I think it's their destiny this year to win the Intermediate. But look, I've, I've known to be I, I've known to be wrong so... Nah... Oh, I do Pat, you, Pat you've, you've never known to be admitting it though. Pat, Pat has wrote down all the predictions. Pat has wrote down all the predictions here. <coughs> we wait with interest. Derek Dormer, as always, uh, uh, it's very good to talk to you here on Scarif Bay Coons Radio. You're very good to give us of, of your time and we look forward to hearing much more from you as the championship progresses to the knockout stages. Good evening, Maha. Good evening. If all you wrote, it's been a pleasure as always. I, I love going on the Scarif Bay radio station, in fairness. I think you do a great job. Great great for the community out there and you're always commentating on the matches and providing people with something. Do you know and do you know, I still remember the day someone told me we were being listened to on the pyramids, so it's always there with me. <laughs>
and also we love having you because you, 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 we've been formed new teams when you're out with us here. I think in the morning you're doing a football team with yourself as manager. We helped it first. Thanks, Derek. You won't let that one go now. I know that for a long time. <laughs> Derek, as always, go to me in the Mahogat. Thanks, Derek. And that concludes our sports and show here today on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with their Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM. My thanks, as always, to Corporate Center Pat McNamara. Thanks also to the men in control tower, uh, Jim Collins, uh, for keeping the show on, on the road. And finally, from all here on Scarab Bay Community Radio, congratulations again to Ashton O'Connor of Fecal, who took part in the Rosa Tully uh, during, during the week down there in that famous festival. And we wish... All players of all the teams, the very best to look in the Hurling and Camogie Championships uh, this weekend. And that rem- all that remains is me for Leo Dial. Until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn. <laughs>